Good afternoon, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us one more time. It is an honor to hear Pastor JC one more time. Right now, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this day you have given us, Father God. Father God, I lift up Pastor JC, Lord, to you. Lord, I pray that you will continue to strengthen him, Lord. Father, use him for your honor and your glory, Father. I pray that today's message, Lord God, will touch many hearts, Lord. Open our spiritual ears to hear what you have for every single one of us today. And Father, have your way, Lord. I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you for, for our sister, Delisa Dean, and her beautiful voice that's blessing us today. We love you and we praise you, Lord, Father God. Bless her, strengthen her, use her for your honor and your glory. Give us a beautiful, productive day today. In Jesus' name, amen.
Dear friend, I hope that you will pray for me as I uh, speak today. Pray that somehow this message will reach the Russian people. The neatest of all Satan's accomplishments is persuading many that he does not exist. An increasing number who should be engaged in the battle against Satan and his works have succumbed to the delusion that he does not exist. Jesus encountered and dealt with demons. The Apostle Paul stated, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we're not ignorant of his devices. Simon Peter, that old scarred warrior riding from the crimson of experience said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. The devil knows that Christians and churches are vulnerable today because they tend to coast and become overconfident and worldly. New Christians, more than any, have trouble with Satan because of their immaturity. When one is saved, the devil begins his work and people under the spell of his power often fall in temptations. Now that a person is in Christ, he can feel the power of temptation because he is opposed to the enemy of God. Veterans of many spiritual battles recognize that their own strength and wisdom are no match for the evil one. The Bible says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And one of the wiles of the devil today is found in Revelation 16, 13, and 14. The Bible says that evil spirits came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of false prophet. They are spirits of demons performing miraculous signs. And listen to this. And they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for battle on that great day of the Almighty. 
And so according to this scripture, Satan, through his demons, possess world leaders. And these world leaders are used by the devil to bring destruction and death to multitudes in this day of closing battles of world history. Yes, Satan possesses controls and uses kings, that is national leaders, to lead armies to oppose, to attack, persecute, and destroy Christian nations. This is clear with what is happening in the Ukraine today. The Ukraine since 1991 has rapidly become a Christian nation. When I first went there in 1991, some 30 years ago, to preach the gospel and to plant a church, I found masses of people who had been under the Russian control for many years, who had a great hunger for God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. We would set up our battery-powered loudspeaker, and within a few songs, there would be scores of people gathered. And after the preaching of the gospel and the invitation, many would accept Christ. Then Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev is said to have held in his hand a Bible and stated, this book is not true, and we're going to close down the rest of your churches. Well, my friend, we started a church in one of his summer homes there in Kiev. Out of that small group in a Bible study, Believers grew into a strong church under the leadership of Pastor Slavik Makinsky. That new church planted, planted other churches and won many people to Christ. My friend Rich Correll, a layman from Grand Rapids, Michigan, was used of God through these years to plant over 2,000 churches with 14,000 baptisms. In the same time, about 3,200 Baptist churches have been started. The Pentecostals had the similar results. I do not have any statistics on other groups but all of this indicates that many people in the Ukraine have become believers in Jesus Christ and have established churches and missions to reach other. And so the war is more than just an attack of a nation and to destroy people. It's now clear 
that Satan opposes and destroys what God has done by the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is his effort to demonize leaders. And certainly there is evidence that he has possessed Mr. Putin and his cohorts. And so the Ukraine nation has been attacked and is being destroyed. And the work of Jesus Christ has been put aside because God's people are being displaced, destroyed, and demoralized. The destruction and loss of life in the Ukraine in recent days is unbelievable. We have seen and heard on the news media that an unprecedented number of people have suffered and died. Indeed, Russia is guilty of great, unbelievable war crimes in their invasion of this free Christian nation. Thousands of lives have been murdered by the Russian war machine. They have bombed hospitals, orphanages, facilities for the elderly, apartments, orphanages, power systems. They have done a job of destruction that is a picture of dismay and destruction unparalleled in the history of the world. Spirits of demons are performing miraculous signs in and through the leadership of Russia's government, Mr. Putin, to be in exact point. And so my friend, this is not just a war of physical destruction, it is a war of spiritual battle and destruction. Peter knew what Satan could do to Christians and even to old saints. And he wrote, shepherd the flock which is among you, were to feed with nourishment of truth and fellowship, the faith, hope, and love of these new ones. We're to lead them into green pastures because of the peril that faces God's people, we must protect and defend them. And so let us not grow weary in well-doing. Let 
us continue at this strategic moment in history to do what we can to withstand Satan and prepare for the final battle of history. If we will be faithful, the chief shepherd will reward us when he comes again. So in America, with our affluence and prosperity and ease, we have become self-confident, proud, and indifferent. But the Bible speaks clearly. Be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. The Bible tells us of the reality of a personal devil and his demons. There's no question about the existence of this malignant personality and his cohorts who are in revolt against God, who is seeking the destruction of God's creation. Satan is given many different names. In addition to the name adversary and devil, he is referred to as the father of lies, the wicked one, a lying spirit, a murderer, an old serpent, power of darkness, prince of this world, and tempter. Out of all of these, certainly the word murderer is prominent in our minds today as hundreds of people have been killed in this Russian invasion. The scriptures are not clear as to Satan's origin, but it seemed that this evil one was an angel that led a rebellion against God. And consequently, he was cast into hell. The Lord Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. The Bible clearly teaches the existence of a personal devil. Phillips translates Ephesians 6, 12 with great vividness. For our fight is not against any physical enemy. It is against organization and powers that are spiritual. We are up against the unseen powers that control this dark world and spiritual agents from the very headquarters of evil. All of this is verified by history and personal experience. You remember that Satan contended with Job. Christ was tempted 40 days and nights in the outset of his public ministry. Satan became so real to Martin Luther, the founder of Protestantism, 
that he threw an inkwell at him. His power so real to Talmadge that he prayed, oh Lord, help us to hear the serpent's rattle before we feel its pains, its fangs. The evil and darkness in the Ukraine world is more than a mere manifestation of symptoms that can be overcome by education, organization, improved environment, or what have you. There is a deeper cause for this wickedness, corruption, and war in our world. When the police apprehend some thugs in a vice ring, they know that there is a more powerful figure, a mastermind that must be arrested before the crime is stopped. Behind the criminals, ungodly influences are there all behind the evil one. And certainly Mr. Putin is to be named among these. The best evidence of Satan's existence and his demonic power and the temptations that are at work in our lives. We are the poor souls deluded into thinking that Satan is only a figment of the imagination, that he does not exist. But my friend, not only does the Bible tell us, but history and today's war gives us clear evidence that there is a malignant one at work in the world. I want you to look for a moment at the work of his, of this adversary. First of all, his purpose can be summed up in word, in one word, anti. He is anti-creation, anti-redemption, anti-Christ, anti-church. Satan is opposed to God and is working to defeat his perfect will in the world. And because of what is developed in the Ukraine, in it becoming a Christian nation, he is at work through this war to destroy that nation and God's people. He is no match, but for God, his strategy is to contend with God's people, but he cannot win that battle because we are in the hand of the Almighty. And because believers are creatures of choice and live in this world, the devil attacks and fights against us. He has the power to blind the minds of men to the truth of salvation. He creates wonderful lives, mitigates unbelief, distorts the truth of God, possesses and uses world leaders such as Mr. Putin. This is the answer 
to the numerous cults, doctrinal divisions among Christians, conflicts and wars. He inspires lying wonders and his, in, his efforts are unceasing. Satan is an overpowering force that is persistent at times appearing to be uncomfortable. Do not underestimate his ability. We are not ignorant of his devices, says the Bible. Revealed in his name, Satan, which means a deceiver. The devil's subtle strategy is this, weakens the existence resistance of Christians by slandering the truth, appealing to the flesh and the ego, and even in, in the destruction of the church and God's people as we see it happening in the Ukraine. The devil has a fairly extensive wardrobe and if he can't deceive one with one approach, he will use another. He is a roaring lion, an angel of light, a serpent. And he seeks to paralyze us with evil influence. Like a stupefied bird succumb to some unclean food. So they're angels of light he possesses as pseudo-intellectuals, evangelists, church workers, to distort our minds and confuse our thinking. There is such power and surface goodness that men become gullible. Then the devil lays aside his subtlety and convincing beauty as an angel of light and as a lion comes in brutal force, naked violence, bearing down on victims with heavy paws of persecution, tragedy, heartbreak, war, destruction, and death. Satan comes to the man of Christ as a serpent in the wilderness when he offered him worldly power. He came as an angel of light when through the disciples he told him that it would not, he would not die even if he ate that fruit. He came as a roaring lion in the blows and blasphemies of the bloodthirsty multitudes. We will meet his antagonism in the same approaches. Look at Peter's words. Be sober, be vigilant, watchful, steadfast in the faith. Commit yourself day by day to the all-sufficient God of grace who hath called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. And so we give ourselves 
to the God of grace. He will perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you and me. He who has begun a good work in us will perform it until that final day. This is what God will do in the Ukraine. There is unbelievable destruction and death now. But the time is coming when Jesus, through his people and the established churches, will reign again. In preparation for what we face today and tomorrow, my friend, take nourishment from the word of God. Read your Bible. The Bible is one weapon, one weapon that Satan cannot withstand. Take it in your heart. Take it in your hand. It is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Live in fellowship with other Christians and his people. You know, a coal in a fireplace with others keeps its glow and warmth. But placed on the hearth by itself, it soon loses its glow and heat. And so this is a parallel of the Christian life. Exercise yourself in Christian service. Muscles that are not used become weak. And you will become weak and dry unless you keep busy in the Lord's work. Follow the discipline of strict obedience. Just as an athlete becomes strong and capable by disciplining his body and obeying the rules of the game, so you in Christ, if you will adhere to the spiritual laws and discipline, will be a winner. Stay on the offensive. Keep growing and serving and witness the glory and the power of God in your life has just begun. He that is within you is greater than he that is in the world. And so as Satan is using world leaders, Mr. Putin, in fact, so God is bringing world history to an end. And there will one day be the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Christ comes, Satan and all of his people will be judged and sent to hell. All of God's people will be judged and will enjoy the benefits and blessings of heaven and so let's not give up let's not stop fighting let's not stop praying let's not stop witnessing to the world in spite of what satan attempts to do to destroy and to bring discouragement and dismay to god's people the time is coming when Jesus will reign. He says 
in the last words of the book of the Bible, Behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Let us pray together. Father God, you know, like many people around the world, I have such a heavy heart and burden for this people where I have ministered, preached the gospel, and been used to plant churches. God, we pray that there might be a restraint upon the power of Mr. Putin, and his leaders. I pray, God, that somehow you will turn this battle around and give victory to God's people so that once again they can preach freely the gospel, build churches, and reach people. And God, I ask right now that if there's someone whose heart has been pricked by the Spirit of God, if they will say yes to the call of the Holy Spirit and give themselves in faith to Jesus Christ and live the life and serve Jesus as the Lord of their lives. And so, God, take, we pray, your word, these my words, my prayers, and use it this day for your glory and for the advancement of the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, amen.